the Intentional Living Podcast, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and challenge to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's Practical Insights. Welcome to Intentional Living Podcast. This is Brenda. Have you ever thought about contentment? Maybe you've noticed that there are times in your life where you aren't as content as you wish you could be. Contentment is not out of your reach. We're going to explore today what Jesus says about contentment. When a person is content, they no longer have taskmasters cracking the whip over their life. In fact, they settle into a living condition of peace. They have a quiet heart despite surrounding threats, difficulties, or even obstacles. It would be rare to see such a person get riled up. This person is quick to be flexible, open to the unforeseen, and satisfied in their heart. The thing that they consistently do to remain content is to draw close into God's great heart in the details of their day. They literally picture themselves in that safe place. It is in this place they can freely ask for wisdom, for creative ideas, for critical insight, and for direction. And you know what? They hear God in their heart of all things. A believer choosing to be content in Jesus has discovered the missing element that is otherwise absent in this broken world. That element is the exercise of their God-given free will to intentionally take a submissive position under Jesus Christ. That person becomes a living sacrifice by choice. That one decision changes absolutely everything in their discipleship journey. Instead of losing themselves, as they would have feared, they find themselves. What a glorious surprise. They become great, at least from God's perspective. After making this kind of radical commitment to be a living sacrifice, your problems don't simply disappear. But you know that you are in a good place in God's overcare. He holds all things together, including your entire life. Plus, He gives an extra special kind of empowerment. Scripture says, The eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. That's in 2 Chronicles 16, verse 9a. God is literally scanning the earth to identify and support individuals who are fully committed to Him. Jesus knows how hard it is to live in a fallen creation. Now, let's just think about this. Since He is the great Creator, He certainly remembers what His original design was before humanity fell into sin. Jesus also lived on this earth as the God-man, shoulder to shoulder with everyone in his community. He knows, and he cares deeply. 
Contentment in a fallen world is a hard concept to aim for. It requires an extreme kind of faith. This radical belief enjoys the greatest power ever known and the finest love ever experienced in the history of creation. Is God's power. It's God's love. Both of these cover your life when you yield to God's Spirit. To know that God is absolutely aware of every detail that touches your life, that He is intervening before you even know what's coming your way as you remain in faith in Him, that He loves you with everlasting love and will never leave you or forsake you, These deep realizations are the very elements that bring contentment to the human heart. Yes, you are loved. You belong. You are on God's radar. Jesus wants you to trust Him pinpointedly enough to come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Matthew 11, verse 28. And He wants you to do this in the middle of your living. Philippians 4, 12 and 13 says this, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, Whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Well, apparently, contentment is something that is learned, even by the greats. Surrounding circumstances have nothing to do with contentment. So what's the secret? It is having Christ central in your life. Your best life response is to be content in the Lord. Contentment affects absolutely everything. When you radically choose Jesus to be your first, your most, and your best, you get all of His best, even when you suffer. That's that's an eternal mystery. People still suffer. It requires faith. It's a mystery that will only be fully realized in heaven one day. But those who latch on to Christ now by faith and rest in Him, not only do they get all He promised of heavenly treasures stored up for them, they also get contentment here and now. They live in peace. Plus, they have fabulous personal character. Further, they enjoy wisdom and discernment. God said, Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. Isaiah 30 verse 21 Here are some things that will help you practice contentment. It's a list of, oh, I don't know, seven or eight things, so let's listen up because they will help. First of all, choose to be content in the Lord in your current 
circumstances. Don't be fooled into thinking that if your, your circumstances change, that you'll be content. It's not true. Choose to be content where you are. Then, let everything else become second to Jesus. That's the next thing to do. Make him your number one. Another thing you can do is to trust him for all the details in your life. You trusted him for salvation. Why would you not trust him for every single detail in your life? He fully intends to help you. Another thing that you can do is to search the scriptures for promises and commands and for guidance strategies. You need those. We all do. We need those promises and commands. And when we put our faith there, guess what? God comes through. Approach every single issue, no matter what it is, by faith in Jesus. Don't go with your own thinking grid and with something that you've come up with, your agenda, or maybe a promise that someone else has made. I'm not saying that you shouldn't trust other people, but what I am saying is that every single issue that you participate in, that you give yourself to, needs to be by faith in Jesus Christ. Another thing to do is to ask God to supply your needs. And you know what? Praise Him before the answer comes. That way you're saying, you know what? I asked you for something. And of course, I want you to give me what you know is best. But I'm going to praise you ahead of time because I believe you heard me and I believe you're going to answer me. Also, you can tell God about your dreams. Everybody has dreams. Maybe maybe yours have been shattered. And if that has happened, I am really sorry. But you know what? God still cares about your dreams. So that means you can too. Be content as you wait on his leading and timing for your dreams. He knows those dreams and he cares about them. In fact, if they are godly dreams, he planted them inside you. Let them be renewed. And finally, practice cheer. All these things help you to practice contentment. Remember what the scriptures say in 1 Timothy 6, verse 6. Godliness with contentment is great gain. There's one way that you can get a lot of gain in your life. Practice godliness and practice contentment. I hope you have a really good week this week. And I hope that you'll take these things to heart, ponder them, pray over them, and see how can I put these things into practice. And Lord, would you please teach me contentment? Apparently, it is a learned skill, and I'm ready to learn. God bless you. Have a great week. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with the Intentional Living Podcast. Visit the Intentional Living website at www.intentionallivingministry.org, your web-based home for resources and articles to help you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on the Intentional Living email list and get a free ebook on how to get into God's Word with a super busy life. Brenda's prayer is that you will grow in grace and strength 
to live your daily life in God's 